This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hello, folks. This is Princess. You are listening to the Millennial Mustard Seed Podcast. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to share with your friends. It's tough. We're in a very tough spot. I think that what we're doing right now is of great benefit and virtue because it's an end around between this whole corrupt informational system, media system. We claim to believe in a God who spoke the universe into existence and literally raised himself from the dead. And yet we're not going to believe that anything else exists in the spirit realm, even though his word tells us that they do. Their bodies weren't permitted to go to sleep like humans do. And they weren't permitted to go to heaven. So they wander the earth. You know, I've seen the eyes turn black to unknown tongues being spoken. These giants would live way up in the island. The young graves, the young men would hide up in the trees and wait for one of these 12 footers to come walking down the path and they would jump on them and kill them, drag them back to the village and the village would feast on the body. Then people start to get weapons, they start to get armor, they start to build cities, they start to fortify their cities. Now, God looks down and there's violence everywhere. The battle, this war that we are at, is not against each other. It's against these principalities and these rulers and these archons in the high places. It's really worthwhile to read the Bible yourself. Fear is one of the primary drivers of mind control because we have to take every thought captive and resist fear. You're going to have a testimony that is a justice case against the kingdom of darkness. Welcome back to the Millennial Mustard Seed Podcast. I'm your host, Rod, and thank you for being here with me. I have a bombshell episode in store for you guys. This is a roundtable episode with Chuck and Mav from Fire Theft Radio. We have Nate from Midnight Mysteries Radio. He's also the Community Connections Director for MUFONT in Canada, and then Enoch Putris from the Rundown of Our Reality We dive into a bunch of crazy cool topics that are going to be edifying. They're going to connect some dots for you guys. Really, I'm interviewing everybody on this episode. It kind of turns out that I just drop questions. I just fire questions at these guys. And just to see the flow of the conversation, and it's edifying and eye-opening and everything you would imagine with such an amazing group of guys joining me for this roundtable episode. Also, for you guys that love the pre-talk conversation, not that I've done this many times, but at the very end of the episode, after the music plays, there's about 10 minutes of us talking. Maverick leads us in prayer and just some testimonies and some really cool stuff at the end of this episode. So if you're into that type of thing, stick around and you can listen to that conversation as well. 
and I'm going to keep it short and to the point. You guys, leave me that five-star rating and review on your favorite podcast catcher. Write me a written review with five stars on Apple Podcasts. That really helps the algorithms. That helps us reach more people just like me and you. And traveling in September, I'll be traveling two different times. So I really need you guys to partner with me. Help me with that budget so that I can make all the ends meet with gas money, with hotels, stuff like that. This is traveling for ministry. This is not for vacation. This is doing what God is calling me to do. And he's opening up the door. So I'm depending on the body to help me make this happen. That's all I got to say. Let's get right into this episode. And I'm ready. You guys ready? Let's go. Well, welcome back to the show, everybody. I have an awesome episode in store for you guys. This is a squad of Christ's representatives. We are ambassadors for the kingdom, and I just want to introduce everybody here. We have Chuck from Fire Theft Radio, which you guys are familiar with at this point. We have Nathan from Canada. He was on last year, so it's an honor to have him back with us. We have Enoch Putris from the Rundown of Our Reality. You guys know exactly who I'm talking about. And I have the honor of also being here with Maverick Pilgrim, who teams up with Chuck over on Fire Theft Radio. So you guys should know that voice by now. And gentlemen, it's an honor to be here with you guys. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for having us on. Very glad to be here. Yeah, man. I'm I'm super stoked. I was a little bit like Enoch. I almost didn't get up in time. I don't know what happened to my alarm here, but it's all good. It's a good Saturday morning. That's it. And we're thanks here for wrapping me out. I just if I said if I go down, he's gotta go down with me, you know what I mean? <laughs> I had a feeling to call Enoch. I was like, I have a feeling I should call him and make sure he's awake. I was have grump, grumpy Enoch this morning, or is it regular? <laughs> no, Enoch? no, no, no. You have you have uh, blessed to be here, Enoch, and uh, yeah. Anyway, awesome. I've been uh, I've been I, as you know I finished the whole chessboard uh, video, so I'm I'm feeling good. Like yeah, I accomplished it. So yeah. it's really well done. Like mind boggling how amazing that whole series is. Thanks, man. Thank you. It's helpful. There's This is why we're joined together in the humility of what each one of the ministries God has given us and why you guys agreed to come here is I believe the tugging was on your heart to be like, you know what? We're living in strange times. We all have something to bring to the table. And there's people out there that only you can reach. Mav, you have something to say that there's people only you can reach. God's given you a specific wording and a voice to be able to reach that person. So to be able to join together and just I'm going to ask some questions and just watch what the Lord does with us being like, here I am. I'm here, Lord. I think that that's super awesome, man. That's, that's like the coolest thing. So I'm going to, I love it. How we're just so normal, like we're quieter than normal. We're all like, what do we do with ourselves? (laughs) I just don't want to sneak over anyone. Yeah. (laughs) I know it's so hard to talk with a group of people. I feel, I feel like this is, this is big. Like, I feel like a holiness to us being here right now. Like, seriously, I really do feel we were born for such a time as this. And each one of us knows what we're up against. And we're saying, God, here I am. You've taken me on this journey. You've equipped me with this information. And now we need to take heed and not be deceived. And I feel like this is, this is important. Mm -hmm. I mean, I want to laugh. Like, I feel like I want to 
scream, praise God and laugh all at the same time. It's that feeling of like, man, this is important. Like, mm-hmm. it's just, I'm stoked. I'm stoked to be here, but you guys, I'm just going to spit fire questions and anybody just pick them up. There's no order or no craziness to this, but these are things that I find relevant with my personal circles, people that I speak with face to face, skin to skin. There's questions that come from listeners all around the world at this point. And these are things that we can touch up on. So I'm going to, I'm going to spit the first one out here. What is really going on with this alien deception? Anybody grab that? Mm-hmm. Nate, <laughs> I'd like to hear how you open that up, man. That's, that's your forte. You know, there's, there's quite a few different theories. Um, one of them that I heard somebody sharing this past, this past Thursday night um, was, you know, maybe it could lead to a, uh, a false resurrection or I, I personally, in terms of eschatology, I'm a post tribulation rapture believer. I'm open to, to everything else. I I just trust, you know, God's going to lead where he's going to lead. But if there is a pre-trib rapture or a mid-trib rapture, there might be some sort of false project blue beam type abduction that happens with a mass group of people. And it's a counterfeit to a real rapture that God might have in plan. It also wouldn't surprise me if um, in the next few months we start to hear theories about, you know, maybe we came from alien DNA, maybe it was on some sort of asteroid or meteorite that landed here on Earth and caused evolution. Uh, Maybe there are inceptors or our creators. I mean, we've heard that theory for years. We know that Hollywood has a lot of shadow writers involved and we've seen those theories in movies like the alien movies or in prometheus etc i hear people like neil degrasse tyson who talks about you know the fact that we have hydrogen and nitrogen inside of us that were made of quote unquote star stuff right that were made of things from the universe so it's definitely not just talk behind the scenes anymore in terms of alien inception and alien biology but it's starting to really come forward in in mainstream media as well mm. yeah i uh i agree with that and and i i i say this all the time and that's probably like the thing that people might say like chuck is the same the same stuff over and over but uh for your group uh, i just i'm a firm believer that he you know nate said mainstream media that uh movies entertainment has been like the biggest way to preach this gospel, this false gospel, um, to people and and incept, you know, the brains of, of many and make it part of the culture. Um, and, you know, we have all these things like influencers online, like Billy Carson and things like that, that are coming out and, and you want to pay attention to them, him and like, what's his name? What's the other guy's name? He's been around for longer. Um, talks about reptilians all the time and the matrix and all that see the one that's been on rogan recently what was it who was that you know i can't name? remember it, it michio kaku no 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 it's a he's a oh. like a conspiracy guy but he's like older white gentleman um well-spoken kind of british i think he sounds british at least but uh you know they've been talking about these weird stuff for a long time and it's just kind of like um influencing so many people because they have 
red pill information, quote unquote. You know, they have information that, yeah, the government's doing these things and, and yeah, they're, they're easy to, to fall into the trap because they say a lot of truths, but then in the midst of that, um, they take you away from Christ. You know, they also say that Christianity is part of the problem that, that that was made by these big bodies of control and things like that. And so it's something to be careful because they do offer some good answers where maybe the church isn't answering questions. And so people tend to flock to those kind of guys that have interesting things to say, but at the same time, they're leading them away from Jesus. So I, I, I believe this is one of the most important things that uh, we're trying to do is to, trying to give a biblical perspective to something that seems completely not biblical in most people's eyes. Well, and just really, really, really quick, but even outside of, even outside of the Bible, even outside of religion and spirituality, you have the CIA's um, project mockingbird program that started in the 19. 19- 19, late 1940s and it's continued where they had shadow writers in news media and in Hollywood to try and influence people so again this isn't a conspiracy this is something that's been historical yeah that's a good point yeah because <laughs> you know up until a certain time you up until recently that this information is more readily available for people to look up it seemed like you know it's a conspiracy for sure but I mean there's so much uh, disclosure about things that the government did that at this point, if you don't believe any conspiracy theory, it's kind of like, where, where have you been, brother? Bearing your head. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think this, uh, a lot of people I think who haven't been paying attention, think this is a new thing. This is something that's been going on for a really long time. One of the first books that I read when I was, uh, sort of opening up to conspiracy stuff, or whatever was, uh, crash goes the chariots which is a response to uh, chariots of the gods. Um, so this is a uh, sort of a, it, it was a light debunking. I'd say light debunking, but they, they're talking about this back then. This, this is not a new thing. This is an old thing that that's discussed, but you had to go and find it. All right. And I got this other one search of the ancient gods by Donakin. I mean, these things have been around sixties and seventies is when these were popping up. This is when they're popular. Uh, so, so to say it's new, I don't think it's new. I think there's a new angle, and I think you have a struggle between groups that are trying to control the course of a narrative, which is why... Okay, so people say disclosure. That is, I think, a terrible title, and I think it's, it's, uh, it, it's a terrible sort of just grab bag of everything. Because I think there's a misnomer that the government has one voice that there's one disclosure that would come from the government and the government's multi-divided faceted groups that are fighting against each other. It's multiple intelligence agencies who have agendas who want to push one more than the other. And if one discloses too much, the others have to respond because they'll lose control of whatever. So, I mean, you've got so many other things going on, but what I can see this disclosure is that's happening now. I'll put it in quotes, lowercase D in quotes, disclosure is purely focused on physical, purely focused on physical, physical material. And I think that's on purpose. It probably goes to what Nathan was talking about, the the angle that they want to release some of the information. Because you have to do it step by step. This is a story. And you can't lose everybody chapter one 
You got to make sure everybody's there so you can go to chapter two and move on to chapter three. Because if you don't do that, if you put it back into a TV episodic sort of thing, you lose people after the second episode, they're going to cancel the the series. So you can't do that. And that's this is what it is. It, it, it's released this way on on purpose. And I think it's material focus and the material focus will move back in time. I This is just my thought, because that will give so much fuel to people like uh the the carsons and and others to to be able to reposition the past but anything that is spiritual multidimensional is going to be looking forward because you can't have people asking those questions of the past because you legitimize people who've worked in the past you can only ask those questions in the future so they can control that nerve so i think it's it's a it's a two directional kind of thing material moving past spiritual moving forward and i think that's on purpose because i was ranting about this to to chuck there have been people in this space christians talking about this in the space since the 60s since the 50s didn't have the internet back then hard to pull all those things back together but i know my grandfather was talking about not the alien stuff specifically but talking about governmental control of information this is back in the 70s and 80s where he was really about that so anyway, I, th- I think that's the point of a lot of the disclosures today. And it goes back to Chuck's thing too. seeds planted in the past. They had Battlestar Galactica, the old one they had. Uh, and then that moved into the, the reboot and that moved into Stargate and they moved into other things. See, all the seeds are there for them to retell the story. So anyway. Well, you, with your, um, with your uh, back to the past and, and the, um, <clears throat> The transfer of knowledge there, uh, it's, we know now back in World War II, for example, uh, with the, um, with the movies that, that we had indoctrination, uh, like hard indoctrination back then. And, uh, with the, and with the invention, invention of TV and putting that in almost all the houses that just ramped everything up right before it was radio. Right. And then uh, where they had all those really cool high voices and uh, and then (laughs) over to the TV. And that's and that's that just that has ramped everything up to um, has has been the worst invention for man um, for. uh, Yeah. Anyway, because I'm addicted. I'm addicted (laughs) to it. I admit it. I'll still watch those Marvel movies. I know they're I know they're setting up the uh, the great deception. But uh, yeah. anyway. Yeah. Well, just, oh. just from hearing all you guys talk it like what you were saying mav and, and you too kind of nate is like they're releasing it in stages right and so we go back to the 1950s and we can see like the television and the radio and then when we fast forward to my generation the millennial generation now we got supercomputers in our pockets and the information is now easily and readily available mm-hmm. and now we see like what generation x and z and they're just non-stop tick-tocking and just information overload we're living in a day and age with a million messages and signals and as men of christ it's like yeah we have to um take heed that we're not being deceived Mm -hmm. right and we need to be bereans but but have an answer in season and out of season we have to be with readiness of mind like the bereans we also have to know what the scripture says and i know we got two pastors here on the line which is uh, amazing and i'm just going to dive right into the next question I've heard it talked about, I mean, I hear different perspectives, like the alien meat suit, 
right? Versus their interdimensional creature that physically manifests almost as if it was a hologram. Just, I want to throw this question out there. Are aliens and demons the same thing? And what's up with the meat suit theory? <laughs> um, Nate, what do you think, man? <laughs> <laughs> and if, I mean, if people don't know why I keep saying Nate, I mean, he was an investigator for MUFON. Uh, yeah. you know, he has his own show, Midnight Mysteries, and I highly recommend you go check that out. I mean, it's very informative. I talk about the stuff like tongue in cheek, but then he goes, yeah, but that was actually a thing because there's this, like we said earlier, Project Mockingbird and all that stuff. So he has a lot more information. I believe it's very informative. I love how he puts those footnotes there for people to follow if they want to go down those rabbit trails and stuff like that. So I highly recommend it. So anyways, sorry, Nate, go ahead. No, uh, again, Chuck, I relate to you where sometimes my, my information is repetitive because it's just the, the base standard of, of answer I go to for a lot of these things because it's, it's created out of years of belief and research and evidence for me. And, you know, I, I'm completely okay with opposing opinions and I'm, I want to be challenged. For me, I, I personally think that they're, um, you know, there's definitely demons that are pretending to be aliens, but at the same time, do I believe that we are the only created being in all of the universe? Like, could there be space whales on another planet swimming around in some sort of atmospheric ocean? Could there be lesser created beings that aren't made in the image of God, Imago Dei, like, like we are? but are still intelligent. I, I don't know. I look at some of the angels in the Bible and how some of them appear as, as, as human and how Hebrews talks about how we need to be careful how we treat strangers because we could be entertaining an angel unaware, but then other angels are like a weird mix of machine parts and eyes and sounds. And so I don't believe that heaven is somewhere off in the clouds. I believe it's dimensions away from us. And so if we're talking about interdimensional beings, you know, aliens are interdimensional beings, but could there be other things that are also interdimensional beings? I don't know. Um, could we be misidentifying or could some of these definitions be overlapping? I definitely think so. And in terms of the, the meat suit, that really goes back to different possession theories, right? Where demons need to inhabit some sort of uh, body to be able to, to function in this earthly realm. But again, that separates demons from, from fallen angels and from uh, Elohim, which could be lesser gods as well. So this is a whole can of worms that we can right. dive deep down into. <sighs> yeah. And uh, well, that's important that you bring it up, Nate, just because this conversation is not being had at all, at least amongst the churches that I visit. It's either aliens or demons, nothing else to see here, folks, move along, uh, pray against that, and that's about it. Um, and that kind of answer doesn't satiate a lot of the people's questions. So I, I've seen it personally uh, start to kind of fester in a lot of the young people's hearts and, 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 and it turns into doubts it turns into fears and turns into all of these different concerns and and to more questions obviously so then they start to think well the bible doesn't have answers for this this is greater 
this is a greater subject than the Bible. This is a greater subject. It doesn't fit there. So because of that, um, there might it might and might not be a real thing for me to believe in in the Bible, you know. And so um, because now something else seems bigger than the actual thing that we go to, which is our you know answer to all things in a sense, but. Also, when you grow as a Christian and you understand that they're part of being a, a believer is not having all of your questions answered, which is okay, you know? <laughs> and so that's totally not a problem with me. Like if I don't have an answer, so I respect, like, I actually don't know. We'll see, you know, we'll see what happens because ultimately we take everything upon faith and that is just the foundation of what it is to believe in anything, right? But when you're asking about aliens, uh, I mean, yes, there's so many theories out there. Uh, I've heard a lot of this stuff you know, coming from L.A. Marzulli saying that, you know, that's, that there's programs of possibly abductions and that's why they abduct people to take from their genetic structure to create suits that these beings can inhabit because they need to live in a in a sort of biological suit of some sort. And cattle mutilation like stuff. Right, like the that. cattle mutilation and all of that. And so um, if people know, I mean, it, it is... A, it is a reference to the the book of Enoch, the first book of Enoch, as as far as um, uh, these spirits wandering, really seeking whom they can possess, and we see that in the New Testament as well. Like they're 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 wandering in these dry places, and they're just seeking to who, whom to inhabit and things like that. And it is interesting to me if you read books like Communion and things like that, that a lot of abductions and a lot of these things uh, can stop. Uh, when you pray out to the name of Jesus. And that, that was like a big tell-all for me because uh, why would an intergalactic being of some sort or alien care uh, or get mad if you're using the name of Jesus and disappear? Like, you know what I'm saying? It's just, it doesn't, it didn't make any sense to me where I didn't, I felt like that sort of uh, information was being suppressed because I believe even in Nathan's uh, research, um, there was a lot of that where he, they were just like, wait a minute, these these entities, these beings are responding to the name of Jesus. And I did find it interesting that they're always trying to take away his throne. Uh, you know, he is a teacher. Or he's a great ascended master. But these aliens are always saying, right? But he's not God. He's not, you know, he, they, they always... Um, have to do that and i think that's very weird too because they elevate everyone else including you the human being you can be like a god which that should be familiar language to people that's uh that's a one of the biggest lies uh ever told in the bible right in the beginning of in genesis so if we have all of these common threads that's where i guess you i start to become like the the guy with the with the red string right uh, you know attaching all of these things together into some, some larger, grander conspiracy, it starts to really point towards if they're maybe not demons is the best word for aliens, but definitely creatures or entities that are, that are in enmity with Jesus Christ. And Demonic that is fine. that is something to to really pay attention to. Demonic is fine, not just if you don't want to say demon, but it's it's demonic. It's, right. it's right. all demonic. It's Fallen. all Satan. Right. Right. I also find it interesting. A lot of times when someone will ask, well, what, what do we think about this thing? I'll, I'll, I'll search a few things to see what do they want us to think about a thing. Um, if you search meat suit, first of all, um, I, I think there is a band called meat suit because that is the first thing that comes <laughs> to my mind is why isn't there a, a band called meat suit? But I think there is 
Uh, I haven't been on a nail them down. I want to, um, I want to know the lyrics of some of their songs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, the, uh, so that, I mean, that's one of the things that I first thought, but uh, if you search for meat suit, one of the things that comes up is Lady Gaga's dress that she wore in 2010 uh, to, I think the MTV music awards. Um, so there, are they planting some of these things in order to obfuscate finding the information? Cause like what Nathan was saying, the best way, you know, the, so much information, too much information, best way to hide good information is amongst poor information. And that's what we have. So truth is difficult to find just because we have so much information. Um, but as far as the, uh, the meat suit kind of thing, um, I, th- I, you know, I've heard all the theories and echo a lot of what uh, I've, I've heard said already, but I think a lot of this, uh, gets muddied a little bit as far as our understanding of, of demons and possession when we get to the account of jesus and the demoniac where he uh exercised the legion of uh exercised legion into the pigs and so then then the pigs run off a cliff so that you got a question one is that normal for demons to possess animals because that kind of widens the scope quite a bit um secondarily if if they were in the pigs why did they run off the cliff is there a suicidal tendency was that part i I don't understand that part and third is there a band called suicide pig because that's another good band name that probably would be one there is suicidal tendencies i'll tell you that yeah yeah absolutely but those are the sort of things where there is no explanation that we get directly in scripture and sometimes I think this is part of thing because I've, I've counseled people who've been into uh, some of these things following going down some of these paths um, and start to, they don't find satisfying answers. So they want to go to mediums and other things. So sometimes we don't get answers because we shouldn't have answers to that yet. It's not, it's not important for us to understand all those things. And so for people who are looking for all of the things lined up, I want all the boxes filled out. I want all the things figured out. That is also a way for you to get pulled down the wrong path because right. you are seeking answers to things that you don't, first of all, don't really need. You don't really need to know how all of the things work. We don't need to know all the mechanics behind a thing. And I think we'd probably talk about, it'd be nice to know some of these things, but as far as counseling someone, putting them on the right path, directing them to Jesus, we don't need all that information. Like we don't have to have all those boxes ticked. We can get off that other path onto the narrow road and we can talk about it. And, you know, maybe one day in the uh, context of a relationship with the Lord will be informed, but some of those things aren't necessary. And so if we set up a scenario where you have to have everything figured out before you start walking, we might be setting up uh, criteria that can't be, accounted for that that can't be answered and sending people up for failure. And so they'll follow whatever other path says that they do have all those things figured out. Mm-hmm. They'll follow so anything. Be careful. Else. Yeah. 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 My channel, my channel is designed for people who at least are, are, are planning on searching. They're in the secular world and, but they're, they're, they're looking. Um, and so they're somewhat open-minded, uh, and w- when they're there, that's where you just launch them into my channel and it, and things will start to mm-hmm. click for them. Yeah. But even, even with that information that I've put together, 
um, which should really open people's minds to the to the weirdness of this world. Um, it it still isn't enough. Like mm-hmm. it's it's crazy. I sh- I've I've spent so much time on pe- with people, and and they just want to believe in their Buddha, or they just want to believe in their their yeah. uh, their other religion. And yeah, it's it's hard, man. It, it is, and you know what's brought me so much peace because uh, I wasn't a very peaceful uh, man when I started to learn all of these things, it was very much like Neo taking the red pill and he was like losing his mind. You know, um, I really felt like everyone had to know everything I was, uh, learning. Right. So I was just like any opportunity I can get. I, I had that, you know, I fit that meme, like where every conversation ended up in, in like, you know, and there's a reptilians probably possessing him right now. He doesn't look real over there, you know, and look and at his so, eyes, look at his eyes. Mm-hmm. And so it was definitely uh, not a peaceful couple of years uh, and always just kind of pushing this kind of information upon them, even though it was real or true. And, and especially now more than ever, there's kind of a, there's been um, like a whole two years of vindication for me where everything's just been like happening exactly how I've said in the last seven years on the show. And, and, and I don't say, and I mean, glory to God, I'm not saying like, Oh, I'm some kind of sort of prophet, but I'm just looking at these things happening. They're just happening in these stages. Like we were talking about earlier. And, but I'm at, I'm at a different place where I'm just a lot more at peace just because I know that God is in control instead of trying to like, uh, it, I'm, I let people come to the information Versus me trying to push it down their throat, you know, which is something that I did. And it uh, made me very anxious as a person. So if you're a researcher, you're listening to these kinds of shows and, and maybe you're there right now. I just encourage you, if you, you might not have a lot of peace sometimes, uh, you know, really pray that um, you get guidance as to how to talk about this information. I, I kid you not. When I prayed that, um, I didn't never talk about it anymore on my own and people always ask the question. It always comes up and I have an opportunity to share even with me, not even trying to share the information. So I feel like that's a better way sometimes. And I could be wrong. Maybe you won't, you, you can be on a soapbox screaming it out in the streets. It's up to you. Do whatever you want, you know, but, um, when I've had those conversations, they're more lucrative because people ask the question. So they want to know the answer and, uh, they're a little bit more open to these conversations and this conversations of about aliens and other religions is happening so much now um, that I think you'll have a lot of great opportunities, whether it's on an, in a family event, at work, wherever you are. Uh, but you got to know a lot of the information first. So I, I would uh, encourage people to be like Paul and, you know, sit down, <laughs> read your Bible, learn all this other information first, be a Berean, come back and, and, and start putting some dots together. Because when you uh, come out hot, with like some random thing. Like I remember the first thing that I thought was not theologically correct and I needed to tell everyone and I, it wasn't well received, especially amongst my church was the pre-trib rapture. I didn't think it was real. Right. And I still don't, I don't think pre-trib rapture is a thing. So I just immediately started telling the entire congregation that was a mistake. You know, I was like, you know, and so, <laughs> and they were like heretic, you know, like this is, it was an outrageous thing to say some random kid at the time I was a kid. I was like, I don't know, 18, 19. And, uh, I was like, no man, it's not in there, dude. It's not in there, man. And so, uh, I did that for a while. And I said, you know, it, it brings you so much anxiety because people don't receive it well. Right. And so then later in conversation, things like that, 
it would come up. And so I'm just saying, you know, there's definitely better ways uh, to communicate these very heavy uh, subjects. Um, and I don't know, I think in God's timing, he will always provide some sort of door or window or whatever <laughs> to have these conversations. But uh, I just encourage people to take it easy. Uh, God's still in control. And, you know, we know the, the end of the book, right? The book of Revelation, we, you know, for a time, I was telling this to um, um, uh, Rod that uh, uh, being a truther, and, and if, if you're a Christian and you're fighting against the new world order, in a sense to not make it happen, it's like you're fighting against biblical prophecy because prophecy says new world order will be successful for a time, you know? So you're not there to fight the machine per se, as far as it not coming into, into fruition. It's more like you're there to fight the culture in between. You're there to expand the kingdom of God, despite the expansion of this other kingdom, this earthly kingdom. So you're kind of side by side, right? And the so great commission, right? And so when you do that, if you keep your, your focus, you know, you're at peace just because even if this kingdom, this earthly kingdom, this evil kingdom is growing, the spiritual kingdom of God is continuing to grow. Uh, and so that's all you, that's all you need to do is focus on that. And along the way, have the answers as to what is happening right now. Yes, this is happening, but it's only for a time and then God will take control. So it's important to know these things in my opinion, but I don't know where you guys stand on that well well for, firstly i had so many things that i wanted to discuss in that whole five minute talk that you had there. <laughs> and um uh, and each time i'd go to try to talk and you just kept going so i couldn't and then so i've lost almost everything that i wanted to talk about <laughs> i've got an ongoing list of notes from uh oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, got I, I i wasn't aware of this i've only been on your show a couple of times so I, I now know that I should probably get a list. Oh, yes. And we should talk about that. Mm. Now, when you say God's in control, I have a different um, idea about that. God is sovereign, but not in control. Mm. Right. We have free will in this domain. And it isn't until we lose lose the domain. So like the the new world order is the weed out of like the weak Christians. Um, for example, when they try to take your guns away. How many Christians are going to freak out like you can't take my guns? Right. Right. And then they'll start to attack boom, 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 back. And well, that's just a death sentence. Right. You've given you've given the enemy permission or legal right in both realms to shoot back because you are you are shooting them because they can't take your guns. Well, you're living in a jurisdiction that has just taken the Second Amendment and ripped it up because that's what's coming next. Right. Mm. That's coming you can't deny it and it is and everyone's pride on the united states and the second amendment is designed for you to covet those guns for your own protection instead of going to god uh for protection and not being peaceful and uh and just you know if if they are if they're coming for your guns they know they're there don't hold on to them give them up for example yeah. All right. Can, I, and can then, I give a slightly different perspective on that, Enoch? Sure. Let me. Can I finish? Yes. Yes. Okay. Because I I should get at least five minutes too here. <laughs> All right. Now now the so when when God's with with God not being like God is is sovereign, He can take control. But no, we've been given dominion. God is just. So when we give up our dominion and and the Holy Spirit or the, or the Great Restrainer. 
I believe is the Holy Spirit, um, is uh, is then is then removed on this realm, right? And then we are we're basically back to the the uh, the Old Testament style of uh, um, grace is gone. Uh, anyway, that's that's when things start to change, and then when we when we cry out to God, and or when when His His people cry out to God, then God will come and save them around Jerusalem and all that sort of stuff. I know, but know, anyway, if you talk about that. All of it's designed to get us to cry out to God. Yeah, so yeah, I, that's I that's the whole. That's purpose. an important perspective. You know, yeah. I think it all yeah. meshes and melts together in a really unique way. But you know, God it, it says. Um, he has given his only begotten son that nobody would perish who believes. So like there's this testing and measuring and a hundred different rabbit trails of things that are coming against each and every individual. And as a whole, right from the micro to the macro of our existence here, that God is literally contending for us, but free will that that's, that's a pretty good perspective. I think it fits in what you're saying, Enoch, with just the flow of it, because um, God is sovereign and just, and that's why uh, mandatory judgment and wrath is coming because people are not always going to choose God. So the weed out thing is interesting too, because I've been seeing a bit of that where it's like, you know, the testing of, well, everything that's going on with Trump right now and the the fires in Hawaii, right? And then the, the videos everyone's sending me on, all, everything blue in the fire is not catching on fire. We must paint everything blue. Oh, it was predicted in the Simpsons, right? You have all this information and stuff going on and it's like leading up to this anger and disconnect with all these messages and signals that are keeping people. No, I'm not going to lose my gun because the system that's coming against me, I must fight back, right? And it's like, they, in a way, I do see them using that. So that's an important point. Uh, stirring us up in the flesh, puffing us up in the flesh. No, the amendments say this, knowledge puffeth up, right? Because because the anointing breaks the yoke. The anointing breaks the yoke. So I just wanted to throw that in. Sorry, Mav, I know you had something to say. No, that's fine. That, was, that moved me a little bit because I felt like that was deep. Yeah, I had, I had just a couple things. I think the first first thing would be when when people say, "Well, God is in control," but then they have a hard time saying that when they look at um, maybe the Book of Revelation and say, "Well, but during that time, it's different." No, I think the problem is is people can't fathom the idea that God can be in control and evil things still take place, even though that's the scenario of the entire Bible. Is we, we can say God is in control in this time, but is everything great? No, it's not. And I think that is, mm -hmm. that is the paradigm that needs to break because God still can be in control and allow these other things to take place. You read through the prophets and most of the messages, uh, you need to uh, turn back to me. And if not, I have this uh, empire over here that I'm going to unleash. And so this scenario where God's in control, so it has to be good, is the wrong one. And I think that's what breaks so many people's theology is they haven't thought through that. They haven't thought through the fact that bad things can still be happening. God can still be in control because of how this world is set up right now. That's from the beginning, right? Since yeah. the fall. So I think that's the first one. Uh, you got to deal with that. But with the second amendment thing, I just wanted to, to touch on that because I actually don't think they're going to do anything with the second amendment because they don't have to. It's so interwoven in the Constitution, they actually can't take it away. Um, so many other things would have to happen for them to do that. It would never happen. But what they will do is it's the ammo. 
that's all they'll need to do. You almost have it. You almost have more of a desperation when the ammo is mm-hmm. limited and you have people with guns because yeah. then they're desperate, right? They look outside. So I, I, I want to like maybe change a little bit. Like, you know, I totally agree that it's a setup, but it's even more of a setup if you have a limited amount of ammo, because then everything is the Alamo, right? Every, everything is, it's the end. You know, well, I've only why not both though? Why not both? Because if you if you limit the ammo and then in front of the camera rip up the Second Amendment in front for everyone to see, what's going to create more chaos and panic? It could. I I think that that's what it's the, about. It's it's about keeping chaos and panic. Right. I'm just I'm just saying from a legal standpoint, they wouldn't be able to get rid of the Second Amendment. Man, like there's too funny. many states where the contingent on them joining the United States was maintaining a Second Amendment. Like a few of these different things, you'd have secession. You'd have bigger bigger problems doing that. The easier path is to actually outlaw the the AR-15, which uses standardized ammo. And then if you do that, you sour the milk. No one's no one's gonna gonna make that ammo. And then the only people who have ammo is law enforcement. That that's a far easier way to do it. And I think that's probably the route to go. Also, they're they're adding the the mental health, like if they consider you. All of that stuff, and they can say you being a Christian is um, mental health issue now, which is a thing that is happening uh, in different places where they're you know using that as ammo to to work against you. So you, it'll limit your ability to own a gun and things like that. So like there's just there's ways that they can definitely do it for sure. But yeah, yeah, but I but I agree with you, Enoch. That's what they would like to do. I think they're too <clears throat> lazy and it would take too long. And so uh, it's actually. It actually moves it faster if they keep the Second Amendment in place and limit the ammo. I think your scenario you're talking about moves faster. But all, all of it to say is we, you can't trust in those things. Yeah. If, mm-hmm. if, if they, they roll through and they, they want to take them, take them away, that's fine. Um, because they're looking for the same outcome. Exactly. You know, yeah. however yeah. they do it, they're, they're looking for that same outcome. And they may move things around and add multiple things together. Now, I just want to I just want to throw this out there because. It, it's just I couldn't help it when I when I brought up this video floating around with everything that burned up in Hawaii. But there's all these like blue umbrellas, like blue cars and just everything left. Like, where does that fall in, Nate? Did, did you ever get any reports through the years that the color blue had a significance? Was it ever talked about through either frequency or shielding or auras or just I, I'm, I know it's a strange question, but I just feel like. I got to sneak this one in here and then let's see what everybody's thoughts are on it. Well, we're, we're still trying to unpack it. One of our social media people posted uh, one of the TikTok videos with the correlation between the Simpsons and the, the blue material left over from the, the Hawaii fires. And I got into a conversation with someone where another person was saying, yeah, it seems like the Simpsons are constantly predicting this stuff and somebody else interjected and said, no, they're telling us what's going to happen. They're, they're letting us know ahead of time. It's not just them predicting it. And in terms of the, the color blue, this is something I've just started diving into. So I'd love your guys' feedback, but in terms of um, alien abduction interviews I've done and investigations I've done with, with MUFON, et cetera, there always seems to be, blue associated whether it's a blue light or blue aura like you're talking about or um, some sort of blue discoloration within the craft or 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 wherever the people end up and i had jumped onto mufon's database and just 
did a, a search string with the color blue and that started appearing over and over again. And I, again, I, I don't have a more concrete answer than that because it's something I'm just starting to dive into now, but there does seem to be some something significant. <laughs> and what I'd also love to dive into is where the color blue might show up in the Bible because we see colors in the Bible frequently from specific instructions on how the temple's supposed to be built to sapphires and etc. So I'd love to do a deep dive into where the color blue appears biblically as well. This is my love language. Anybody <laughs> else? Give me more. <laughs> um, blue Hawaii is also uh, an Elvis Presley movie from the 60s and a drink called the Blue Hawaiian, which the drink came first before the movie. Um. So this this whole like blue and Hawaii association might might be uh, a false road to run down. Like everyone run down that road because uh, the other answer is much easier. So I don't know if it, I don't know Ooh. if that's the case. The other thought I had was when you're videotaping all gray, do you change the filters so that you can see the picture better? And does that make blue pop? That's my other question. So uh, I, obviously, I'm highly skeptical of the blue being a major component and might be a, a false uh path to run down but i'm yeah. interesting well i'm willing to be corrected there, there is a thing with also blue light coming from your screens and phones right and there's this whole idea that's why like usually in, towards the night i change my phone to a red filter so that i don't have yeah, all the blue you. coming in so i can you know it's supposed to help with your sleep and all that stuff so if you're in front of screens a lot and you can't really sleep it's probably one of the reasons you got a lot of blue light going on and, and so um, that's why you can switch your screens to, to red filter and things like that. Um, I even have a red, uh, room. Like I, I put a red, which is another thing. Uh, there's red light therapy, which is the, you know, pretty much direct opposite of, of like blue. And it, it really does it, at least for me, it works pretty decently. I've done it a few times where in order to diffuse yourself from all the blue light, you just get in a room with a specific red light and things like that. And that helps. So there is something to the color situation. I have no idea what it could be for sure. But, um, um, it is interesting that colors matter and all of this stuff. And, uh, I have no idea why, but if, I mean, if you look up why the sky is blue, they say usually, you know, the, the way the light works with, with blue and everything it's it's like a whole thing. So I don't know. I feel like it's, it's possible that there's a, a, a great, I don't know, a greater thing here, but I have no idea what it could be, but I know there's the significance for sure. Yeah, and if you if you search Blue Hawaii in Google, it, all the all the, the the drink and the Elvis that pops up, but Blue Hawaii Fires does pop up, which makes me feel like if they didn't want people to look at it, it wouldn't pop up in the suggestions. If you know what I mean, that's where I'm like, I'm kind of I'm kind of skeptical on this thing. Like that's they want people to sound crazy uh, going into this. <laughs> And see who's who's painting their roofs blue. I've, I've seen that. People are starting to paint things blue. And like, oh, this is going to protect. And the one thing you're not doing is asking the Lord to protect you. Like, you'd rather you'd rather make blue paint your lamb's blood. Pass over me, do. Uh, instead of just trusting the Lord for this thing. You know, I mean, I don't, I don't know. Maybe I'm too harsh on it. Well, it, maybe it's some sort of predictor again, or or some sort of message being conveyed. I, I'm just looking over some, even some psychology notes here, where it talks about the association with the color blue and the ocean and the sky and comfort. And then it's just a stark contrast in these videos of Hawaii, where it's been 
burned to ashes and you see blue in the midst of it. So is there some sort of message being relayed? Maybe I'm reading way too much into it. That could be the greater possibility, but maybe there's going to be some sort of, I don't know, bubbles of comfort that they try and bring in in the middle of these fires and disasters. And, and, and just to jump back to something, something earlier, really, really quick, but I I think of Matthew 24, where it says, if it weren't for the spirit, even the most elect would be deceived. So it's going to look good on the outside. It's going to look healthy. It's going to look like a solution, but us as believers, the ones who have the spirit are going to go, you know, that looks good, but there's something off about it. There's, there's something that just, just isn't vibing for me. And (laughs) I think that's why we have to be careful because a lot of times, even in my conversations, probably me more than anyone else, I'm like, no, it's going to be like an alien uh, disclosure. It's going to be clearly like what we've been talking about for years, but I think it's going to appear very good on the outside. I, I, that's an important point. And I think it's happening already amongst us, in my opinion, because, I mean, you immediately saw when there was UFO disclosure, quote unquote, all of us, at least me and Mav, were like, mm, that doesn't seem right. Like <laughs> the way they did it, like immediately, like the, the, the way it was set up, it was just not right. Even though it's something that we wanted to hear in a sense, us people in this sort of realm of research, like, yes, I told you so. But the way it was brought about, it wasn't an, I told you so moment. It was like, ah, that's not what I no. This isn't this isn't right. This doesn't seem right at all. And every time they say something that kind of validates a little bit of what we've been talking about, it's just a little off. It's different. It's like mm, I don't I don't know about this, you know. And it, I don't know. It's just really weird. But also, I just wanted to drop in there. Wasn't Epstein Epstein's Island correlated with white and blue? The whole thing, you know. There's white and blue was all over the place and. Um, Ellen DeGeneres background. It was always blue and white. It looked like Epstein's Island thing. Like, I don't know. So I don't know. There's definitely something there with colors, but anyways. And I've even heard like people that deal with the SRA, um, that colors can be a trigger word to get people into a certain mind state. Right. And just one or two more things and we'll move on from blue unless Enoch has, has something he wants to talk about, but I was looking at just the spectrum of electromagnetic radiation, like the light spectrum and blue falls between the 490 and 430. Right. And then you start to like, look at, well, okay. Uh, and, and I, and I do this in a good way, not in a bad way, but, but Dr. Laura Sanger's like name on everything she uses is 444 Hertz. Right. And it's like, that's super cool. They say 440 is like that a scale that you turn music to, right? Like there's something going on. And in, in a lot of ways, Chuck, I've heard you talk about this Enoch, um, that the new age stuff is perverting things that are important that are intended for the body of Christ. So it's really hard to figure that out. And, and some of the, the meat of this conversation right here is for somebody out there. Other people may have skipped forward just a little bit through a couple parts here, but really the, there is a calling for us to figure these things out because we're not called to be ignorant to the devil's devices. Now we don't worship the information. We don't put it in front of what the truth of the gospel is, but, but it clearly is an elephant in the room with the younger generation. So thank you guys for feedbacking on that. Enoch, do you have anything to add? Cause, because I just kind of was scratching the surface on 
maybe the light spectrum or frequency? Do you have some gems or any thoughts? Well, yeah, the only the only thought I haven't looked into into this at all. Um, all I saw as Hawaii is another signal as as to where we're going um, in the uh, to get to the, dis, the the disclosure event or the Great Deception. So when it comes to to blue, all it was in my mind was frequency. Um, it, there's there's some sort of there's some sort of thing behind the frequency of blue, just like red. There's something behind the frequency of red. Uh, for example, if red for Canada apparently has symbolism with the occult for blood sacrifice, because Canada is one of the biggest traffickers of uh, of of bodies, they use Canada a lot to get bodies anywhere else in the world. So Do you think that lines up with the whole new like virus coming out of Canada? I'm hearing rumors of. Do you think that that fits in with that occultic? Uh, just a thought. Um, I thought the virus is coming out of the new virus is coming out of Africa. I heard recently it was floating around, and it was not anything that I could say was. <laughs> there's so much out there. Which which but virus? Yeah, that right. There was a new virus. <laughs> Yeah, which one? Good point. The new, right. the new Corona. We'll let that my thought fall to the ground there if you guys want. <laughs> the new common cold one. That's yeah. Anyway, there's a hemorrhagic and, fever yeah. coming from they say from Europe, even though it's called the Crimean Congo hemorrhagic fever, uh, which Crimea and Congo have nothing to do with each other, but they're both in the news. I don't know. That's a very weird one, but anyway. Well, we're gearing up for masks again here in Canada. So mm. yeah, that's what yeah, we're yeah. Restrictions yeah, that's... and masks and shots and yeah. Uh, Nathan, I don't know if you're aware, but I've I've broken down how to combat because what's coming is going to seem real to everyone because we're all loaded up. It's all inside of us. So I've I've broken down um I think with uh with uh, the millennial mustard seed. Um podcast uh on how to battle what's what's coming like what basically what uh, morgellons is we all have it mm. and how to combat it and stuff like that so because oh, they're using that thank you yeah, yeah. they're using more they're using morgellons to basically implement most of most of what's what we're coming so they're going to be using frequency uh to give signs and symptoms they're going to use because it's all about it's all about um it's all about parasites and uh, fungus. Uh, that's that's what they're using to 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 attack us now. Before what they use for the COVID to get everybody to to take the take the the harm the little prick. Uh, they poisoned our water with snake with synthetic snake venom. Mm-hmm. So so when we drink that, we feel start to feel sick, and then we'd be down and out for 12 to 14 days, which is how long it takes for the venom to get out of your system as well. Like signs and symptoms, signs and symptoms match snake venom, not the common cold. Interesting. We, uh, we noticed our water, our water has drastically changed different here in Alberta over the last six or seven months. Yeah. Where are you in Alberta? I'm in Calgary. Uh, Edmonton. Hey, yeah. Um, have you guys noticed a, a taste in, difference in oh, yeah. water. I only yeah. drink filtered water. I don't even drink water in in at restaurants. Yeah, yeah we're no. picking up a, a filter because we yeah, uh at first the city of Edmonton tried to explain it as, you know, runoff from the North Saskatchewan River, but it's just lasted another 5 or 6 months after that. It's mm. yeah, it's really sketchy right now. No, I, I stopped drinking water. I only drink raw milk now. 
So, <laughs> ooh, quick quick question: um, <laughs> Is are they changing this the city? Because we're coming from all around the country right now, right? Each one of us is in a different different place. I mean, are they changing the lights in any of your towns or cities? Now, I've seen it here on the turnpike. For example, when I go, you know, when I went to Ohio, right? So I jumped, I went all the way across the state. But at certain places, I'm noticing blue, like UV lights instead of the standard white or yellow street lights that are being implemented. Any of those changes taking place where you guys are at? Anybody notice any of that? No, not yet. Too much going on. And SoCal has too many lights. I don't know. I'm, I'm in Southern California. It's just, it's just normal lights right now. Um, and it's street lights. Yeah. The like, street lights. Yeah. Street yeah. Lights. Yeah. The street lights outside okay. that I have right now is like, it's the same light that's been there for 20 years. It's like never changed, you know? So, um, but I have seen like these streets where they're being remodeled. Uh, I've seen videos in other places where they're apparently changing street lights quite a bit. And it is a little strange, but I don't know. It's just, uh, not, hasn't happened around here yet. I've noticed them on the on and off ramps of all the turnpikes, uh, and major routes that I just traveled through. You know, I did a thousand mile trip within the last month and they just kept popping up. Um, just curious if it was happening anywhere else, even, even on local streets, back roads, it seems like there's certain places, which, which I should put together a video. I should drive around at, at, sundown and just kind of show hey is there something peculiar about this location why they're doing that lighting i could be reading too deep into it but just curious if anybody else was noticing that led is being uh implemented all over all over the place right because led is a is a is a transmitter and receiver so like uh, if you look at your um your solar panels your solar panels are just are diodes as well as an LED is a diode. So so when you put an LED everywhere, it it basically operates as a camera, right? Uh, that's um, so because your speakers can operate as a camera that a lot of people don't understand that because it's just frequency, right? So it can it can it acts like sonar, <laughs> believe it or not, it, act, it acts in the same purpose. You can. Um, a, a, comp- a computer program can get the entire readout of your uh, of your house. It knows how many people are in it, all that sort of stuff through your speakers. Um, you now I sound like a crazy crackpot, but, <laughs> but just just think of Daredevil, right? How does Daredevil see the entire room? Well, yeah. you saw that in it's Eagle great. Eye, Steven Spielberg's Eagle Eye. Oh, even right. with our phones, oh, yeah. right? Like, yeah, those of us who have. Hey Siri or or whatever enabled. Hey Google enabled. Your mic is always on listening right. for that command. It doesn't magically know when that command is given. The mic always has to be on for that command to be heard. And then you look at even infrared technology too with your your cameras. And again, there's just precise location mapping like Enoch just talked about. It's it's not just, oh, this is the person's approximate area. It's like, no, this is where they are in their house, in their room, on their bed, or next to their nightstand. It's it's extremely precise. Nathan, I need you to come uh, come with me, come aboard and help me write because then the the precise uh, 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 the words that you choose, your, your, your wording is far better than, than what I, uh, what I do with my Mickey Mouse, uh, uh vocabulary, <laughs> your lexicon. I am so impressed. Sir. 
Yeah, but your video. I have to, yeah, I have to tell my wife this. that because I don't think I impress her much. With my, <laughs> you, my never, you never, yeah, I mean, can. <laughs> I, you know, the the light. You know, I could correct me if I'm wrong, but you can even use LED different uh, rates of flashing to kill people, right? Yeah, yeah, it's free and produce all that kind seizures. Of you can oh. produce seizures. Yeah, with different. So, yeah. I'm not telling you all you have to do this, but I have made friends with the local crows. And I feed them <laughs> and they come by every day and they call and I come bring out some peanuts and then they, they come and eat You're and they witch. perch up on those lights. <laughs> and so I'm watching them because I know they'll probably be the first ones to feel a change and probably drop down dead. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Just a thought. Wow. Okay. Like that's a canary your, in the cold mine. Yeah, exactly. I was going to say, that's your canary, huh? That's right. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I don't I'll know if that's know. good or bad, Mav. I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> that seems <laughs> friends with these crows. I mean, what's really going on here? If yeah. they only yeah. knew what you were using them for. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So technology, I just want to run this one out there. It's not a written down question that I had, but it's, I got to ask. The reports that come through with the demonic being able to manipulate technology. I mean, we're breaking down just with the lights, right? Frequency. Uh, in general, where your microphone or a frequency wave can actually, just like echolocation, bring back an image to the one casting that vibration out. Now, in your guys' opinion, how does it work with the demonic realm? Do you think they're able to manipulate, like, literally the technology that we are all walking around with in our pockets? Do you think that they're uh, beyond just the AI algorithms are able to, let's just say, our teenage kids Every time that they jump on their device, whether it's on the web or any type of media platform at all, do you think it's forcing a a frequency to keep them entangled in the mindless entertainment mm. of everything that's relevant right now? And do you think that that also is like a forced spectrum of what they are considering as an interest? And is that contributing to the sleep world, the dream world? I know it's like a multi-layered question. I'm trying to get it out. I hope that was uh, understandable for you guys, but I feel like there's a couple things tied together that I'm feeling is a similar outcome. Just mm. going to drop that one where it is. Somebody pick it up. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> it's that simple. I mean, just yes. Um, but let me explain. So let me elaborate. Um, one of the reasons is, uh, I, we often, even in church have this conversation where we separate the natural from the supernatural. Like there's the natural world and the supernatural world. That is incorrect. Uh, there is no aspect of human existence that isn't spiritual, uh, connected to the spiritual, including the creation of technology. I mean, if we look at how technology is made and we still to this day have, all of these people, like in Silicon Valley, having these like microdosing trips, getting information from reptilians from the other side. And even though they might think that's just some experience and maybe not true and they're just somehow expanding their brain or whatever, uh, people are still having these uh, uh, things happening to them where they're getting information from the other side and then creating a new technology. Um, you know, the technology, your screen is basically a black mirror. How did you do rituals before you used mirrors? You know, so all of these different things are related to each other. There's not uh, technology isn't just some random physical thing that we can use and it, it, it betters our life. It, it's taking advantage of the world that we live in. This terrestrial world is connected. That's why I, I like 
you know, you talk about Wi-Fi, like and all of these different things that happen in the air, you know, the, you know, but it's, it's in my opinion, a reference to, um, what is it in Ephesians, you know, the, the powers and principalities and, and talks about, uh, uh, the, the, who is it? The, 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 I can't, what is the words here? I'm losing the words. Uh, the powers, principalities, dominions, rulers. You no, know, it says something about being like, uh, yeah, the prince of the air or something like that. Or, oh, yes. yes. You know, the powers of the air. Yeah. And uh, so we have the, these types of conversations where you can see that technology fits in the realm of spirituality. Um, and it doesn't surprise me that all it takes to alter a person's uh, consciousness in some way or another is to manipulate their body with frequencies because I think it's all connected. We do frequencies are real. I think the, the new age hijacks it and talks about chakras and all of this stuff, but it's like, uh, no, no, it's a reality. You know, your body changes if you're wearing, uh, you know, certain type of clothing. It's like, there's like, there's whole studies on it. Like, you know, I think me and you, um, Rod had this conversation about wearing cotton and synthetic clothing and the difference in how the body changes and is like when you wear those sort of things. And so, uh, it's definitely connected. Um, I, I, I don't know how to elaborate more, but it just seems that this is, uh, uh, an obvious thing to me that, that the spiritual world, the physical world technology is definitely a way for this, the evil to manipulate things in, in our existence. Uh, I think what it, I think what gets forgotten is TV and radio was first developed to look into the spirit world. That's mm. why it was made. Mm. Um, right. Radio to listen, TV to to look, and so uh, I don't think it's it's for no reason that what we have today has a veiled understanding around frequencies, even to where people say that it doesn't matter. And yet it might be the most significant area of technology that we're not exploring. The, the technology that we have, that we use, and I know a lot of people falsely think that they are in the pinnacle of technology if they have certain devices, certain things. Uh, we only have, we, the, the us, the, the, the normal common people are with our common reach. We only have technology that can be metered. If it can't be metered, we don't have it because they can't make money from those things. And we're dependent on release of technology. We don't, even if we develop something new uh, and I'm probably stepping on dangerous grounds. My uncle was an inventor. And for anyone who might be watching, I don't have any of his things. I don't have <laughs> any of his notebooks or information and things like that, but he was delving into a completely different area of technology. And I know that I absolutely know for a fact that his, uh, his findings and his inventions were used by the military and it has now been used in zero common man application even though it would literally change change lives uh not in use not anywhere on the spectrum and so uh as far as technology goes i think that we are we have a heavily manipulated technology tree today and so unless you are in those higher levels of science you'll never see it unless you actually go in. that's why people go into higher levels of science with corporations and universities because otherwise you won't have access to those so first, first, my takeaway, the very first takeaway that I got is Maverick is not the favorite nephew <laughs> uh, because he didn't get any, any of the, the paperwork. But, but second, yeah, I, I, I'm friends with an inventor and he is inventing a free energy machine. Uh -oh. um, that, that uses that uses the, the sky. It, it operates in the exact same principle as Antigrav. And uh, yeah, and it's. 
and once once it's explained to you, you're like, oh my goodness, it's so simple. Uh, uh, but you know, we're we're so trained to think in these material ways, in in the illusions that have been created for us through NASA and all that all that uh, nonsense uh, that um, that we we can't and even possibly grasp the without intense study and understanding the how the how the world actually works and it's actually scary when you do start to study how the world really works because then you start to figure out how much we've been lied to and i mean my biggest crash of uh where where i almost lost my brain my noodle almost snapped was just finding out that money wasn't at all what we thought it was and this was back in uh 2010 2009 right and my mind is like what Mm-hmm. Uh, money is a contract. That's it. Uh, and uh, wow. so I, so so when it, when that happened to me, uh, my mind broke. So so my mind's already broken, guys. I can yeah. go and look into into anything. Yeah, and and you know, according to the elites, uh, we're the dumb ones for not knowing because they've told us the truth. In my opinion, in the movies, because you see this theme in the movies all of the time, where there's technology that's way beyond us. And we don't have it. It's not for us. You know, perfect example that, you know, I know Enoch can relate to is the movie Elysium and these med beds that can just heal anybody and things like that. Um, yeah. (laughs) And so that's kind of my point. Like this stuff is out there. We've not even been, I wouldn't say we've not been lied to per se. It's like, no, you're just not, uh, smart enough to pick it up so they're they think they're cool they're not going to get their karmic blowback maybe because they've told us in our face through our entertainment through our you know music movies that this is the reality of things um something cool comes out military takes it you never see it again and that's how it is and so it's just yeah. it's we so, got to pay attention I mean, to how things. do we combat this though right i mean just one glance at the word of god right we see that David takes an ephod when he's in one of his worst situations, right? So his men are going to betray him and kill him because everything has been pillaged, right? And I forget the exact verse. I I don't remember like verse, uh, but I know it's in there. And David is hearing the rumors of his own men wanting to stone and kill him, right? And so this is ancient story, right? I I believe the word of God. I believe what happened is still relevant and can be used today, but there's some misconceptions here, but, but long story short, David takes the ephod inquires of the Lord. The Lord says, go strike them back. You're going to gain back everything and their plunder. Right. And it's like, the word is there for our edification, for our um, increase that we may understand. So like, we're talking about all these things going on today, frequency and these different weapons and how we are being systematically broken down but we know the weapons of our, our warfare are not physical weapons, but they're they're spiritual for stro- pulling down strongholds. So, Nate, do you have some encouragement for us in the area of how do we bite back and combat through prayer? What is what is God kind of leading us in as we're becoming aware of the, the matrix? Some of us are waking up. Some of us have been on the boat for a little while eating the tasteless oatmeal. <laughs> how do we fight back? Yeah, I okay, so just just a couple of of layers from from my perspective, but I I've talked about this on some of your guys' shows before, but I always think it's funny when we picture angels, they still have like bows and arrows or spears and swords. And <laughs> yeah, I, I think they do, but think about how much our weapons have advanced and and the type of technology we have at our disposal for warfare today and how much more so do do angels have this arsenal like do they have 
weapons that force beings into another dimension or, or I don't know, destabilize their, their atoms being held together. I, I have no idea, but I think a theme we see throughout scripture is the, and I want to be careful when I say this, because there's a lot of accusations of heretics and stuff who talk about this, but I think there's a lot of power in sound that we see throughout scripture. I think of David when he's playing the harp for Saul um, during during uh, for Samuel where it calms him. I think of how God used to have the the uh, trumpeters and and musicians walking ahead of Israel's army, playing sound as they go into battle around the walls of Jericho, and how their sound actually caused the walls of Jericho to to fall. I think there's something about our prayer when it's said out loud. You know, it's not just in our head, but it's, it's out loud again. So I think ways we can combat it is, you know, praying through our place, praying over our technology, how much, how many of us pray over situations and pray over our, our house, et cetera. But have we prayed over our technology before? Have we dedicated it to God? Hmm. I think there's a number of different ways we can begin to um, just rededicate our technological lives to God, because again, technology can be used in in wonderful ways, but can be used in in dark and nefarious ways too. In in my opinion, Dan Duvall has some fantastic prayers for uh, for creating hedge of protection around your your house through all dimensions, stuff like that. I really like his uh, um, his prayers. Um, his sermons are are a, a bit odd, but um, but so so if you go and listen to his sermons, then you don't and you don't like his sermons. That's you know that's that's totally fine. But his prayers, his prayers, which go against satanic ritual abuse and all that, so you, it helps you to understand uh, uh, that that kind of stuff. But anyway, just thought I'd throw that out there for anyone who wants to know. You could download his app. Um, it's it's the Bible um, um, uh, Bible uh, Bride Ministries, and yeah. Uh, and yeah, you can download episode. that. On every episode that I've done since his, I believe, first time he was on the show over a year ago, I put that link in the show notes. So you guys that are listening, you can drop down to the show notes here on this episode or any other episode on the Mustard Seed and go directly to Bride Ministries for what Enoch is reiterating is I, I believe the prayers are what's been neglected. And hence the reason real quick, I'll drop this Mav and Chuck, you guys did this prayer episode recently. And that is, that's so important, you guys, because we're called to bind the strong man before we plunder the house. And the corporate church as a whole spends maybe five minutes praying. It's not a priority to pray. And uh, so I just want to highlight that and very, uh, Nate, very good uh, response and just, it's powerful, man. The word of God has life in it. It has power in it. And can, I think as we kind of wind down, we can all just share, you know, scripture, testimony, whatever's on your guys' heart. But I just want to say, first and foremost, each one of you being here and taking the time to wrestle through these ideas, share your opinions. We might not see the ripple effect, right? We might not. I remember when I when I first talked with Dr. Laura on the phone ever before we got on the on a podcast episode two and a half years ago, and she told me about what her reaction to listening to a podcast caused her to dive into research that led to the roots of the federal reserve, which Enoch you're saying what broke your mind was realizing money is just a contract. So we never know the ripple effect. This should be encouraging. We are speaking life. We're taking a stance in Christ and you guys are awesome. So 
So, I mean, that's kind of my two cents as we, we kind of wind down. Yeah. Go ahead, Matt. No, I was going to say, I kind of wanted to riff off of what Nathan was saying and, and a little bit of what Enoch was saying too, but I think the areas we don't look into nearly enough, even not just technology, just in, in, in general is sound and smell. I've been trying to look into smell a bit more because it talks about incense and very specific mixture of incense that you'd be used in the temple. Um, people report things and Nathan could talk about this. People report smells with uh, different interactions with different entities and things like that. I, I think we just, we just totally glance over it. We don't even look into those things and those might be really, really important areas. Definitely the sound, but I, I really haven't heard anyone talk about smell. That's sort of the other one, but mm. apparently it's important because in revelation, it talks about incense smell. and smell quite a bit. Right. Um, but I think, and going off of something else Chuck was saying too, I think if we take the categories of fiction and news and flip-flop them, we probably would get a lot more out of things. So the things that they're putting out there is fiction, movies, TV. If we paid more attention to those and less attention to, to the news that they want to put out there as this is the real information, we probably would be going down the right paths of research and, and intellectual pursuits. That's just a side thought. Um, but about the categorization, and this is where it's going to come back to uh, what we're talking about. Um, I think we too often let the world set the categories of what's important, what's not important. Um, because when it comes down to it, yeah, you could have the entire new world or new world order army staring you down and you, you still have to do the, you, you still have to wake up. You still have to pray for your family, pray over your family. You still have to move forward and seek the Lord. All those things are, are still the most important things, all of those things. And they're, they're the first things that we should think of. And, and yet we let these other categories, let their categorization seep in. And I'll use one example, um, Mark of the Beast. I don't know how many different podcasts, videos have talked about Mark of the Beast and they so emphasize can't buy or sell as if that's the most important thing stated. And I've heard almost nothing talked about of worship of the beast. So why is buy or sell the most important aspect, but not the worship aspect? It, it kind of tells, tells us what categories we're tricked into thinking are the most important. What happens if I can't buy or sell? Oh, I don't know. Food and water are still free. You can still go find it. You can still go get these things. But we have this category of, oh, the, the, if God wants to provide these things for us, we have to buy or sell it. And that's a false category. You have, you have way too many Christians focusing on dumb stuff that doesn't matter. Like, why is that the most important aspect of this thing instead of getting your heart right and your mind right. And if you're worshiping the Lord, I could, we could pour into a hundred different passages where it talks about how the Lord is going to care and provide for you. So why aren't we leaning on that instead of just being so scared about, Oh no, the mark of the beast. What if I accidentally take the mark of the beast? Well, if you can't accidentally become a Christian, you can't accidentally become a, 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 a beast worshiper. You know, it's not, doesn't work like that. I think we've, We've muddied it to the point where it's so confusing for people. And it's not. It's very simple. It's just simple doesn't sell books. So 
<laughs> one one thing I, that I wanted to to bring in is for the times that that we're going in because <clears throat> we're talking about frequency and colors and and smell and all our senses and all that sort of and all of that sort of important information. Um, but what what I've discovered with you know when when you start studying CERN and D Wave and and what they're communicating with, right? You said the TV and radio was invented to talk to the um, the other dimension and well that's what cern and d-wave is developed to do as well just faster and um so so our realm uh is uh, or or where, where we reside right where we reside is um if you just think of it on a on a uh, on an elevator and so we're slowly like our, our realm is slowly going down or is are going down towards the that demonic realm. And so when you read Revelation and you think everyone's telling you it's um uh it's just it's just giving you descriptors. It's not it's not focusing in. No, no, we're gonna see dragons. We're gonna see these demonic things everywhere. All of these creatures. We're gonna we're gonna see them. And, and, and if, if you look, so with, with MUFON, they have a, uh, they've mapped out the, where you could see all of the, the alien sightings. And, and just so people can understand what happened when, um, uh, uh, with, what is it? Ba- oh my goodness. Um, I have Babylon rising the, the ritual, the sexual ritual that they did down at um babylon working uh, babylon working babylon yeah babylon working all right so so that was a ritual to allow the uh to create up that created a portal that brought the frequency down to the area so that a a uh space like these what we're calling spaceships uh, was able to appear and if you look in in on the map of mufon right they've mapped it out the united states is covered in uh, in these in these sightings, which means portals have been opened in those in those areas, and, it, and the United States is just covered. And so, the United States, as far as falling uh, in in a in a realm in a, in an area, is, is has fallen really far, and is on par. And that's why there's so many sightings in the United States uh, with all this weird stuff. In Canada, we get some sightings, and again, you look at the map, and in Canada. It's not nearly as, as um, uh, it, it, like the United States is lit up. It's just lit up. Um, I sent I sent a video to my group to show them the the MUFON, you know. So Europe, there's there's a, a, there's Europe, but not, still not as crazy as the United States. The United States is is mystery Babylon in in in, in my mind. But <laughs> so but if you but if you understand if you understand that we are all moving down. Right. Like an elevator, we're moving down to the lower, the lower floors. Right. Um, And that's that's the Holy Spirit. As we move away, the Holy Spirit, then the great restrainer, because we've allowed it. We are the ones who are doing it. It's war. It's man battling man. And because the man who is, (laughs) you know, the 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 deep state is all is is men. Men are tampering with all this stuff until until finally the last three and a half years when when uh the battle in heaven 
and all of the the third of angels fall to earth that's that's when things get really cray so that's when it's no longer just man fighting man it's it, it would be the the uh, um the fallen angels and what man is left battling anyway mm. so so i just wanted to throw that out cuz if you can think that if you can think about that the, that that were and then reread revelation and then you, you may be able to really grasp some of the craziness that's that's coming anyway so i got my 5 minutes there look at that <laughs> yeah. well as for me um i i've taken information as at sort of like a a burden sometimes, you know, I sometimes do feel like cypher from the matrix where it's like, I wish I didn't know about this stuff, to be honest. Like, yeah, <laughs> I was like, just be completely ignorant and, you know, uh, not know and just kind of be blue pilled as they say. But, um, what I'd like to say is that knowing this information comes with a responsibility, you know? So if you're going to go down certain paths, I do recommend, uh, Christian, uh, don't be afraid to look into alternative medicine. I'm not telling you what to do. I'm not a doctor or nothing like that, but, uh, uh, some of that stuff has helped me, uh, for sure. Uh, I always look at these new agers and some of the stuff that they post. And if I, if it doesn't feel convicting to me as in it's somehow, uh, bothering my walk with God, or it's like, like, I don't know, doing ritual yoga or something like that. I'm not going to do that. Right. But if it's something else like grounding, for example, I saw an episode on grounding or a documentary and it, I tried it out. It seemed to work for me to help with inflammation. It did. It did help, uh, with a lot of things. Uh, when I work out or when I do my martial arts in the grass, like with my feet on the ground and I'll do it for an hour to almost two hours and I have like little to no soreness after, even days after. But if I do it in the dojo, in a room, I'm super sore. I'm like, my body hurts and things like that. So there's like a difference. So what I'm saying is don't be afraid to look at these things. You know, be, you know, make some decisions. Uh, uh, you know that uh, food that is uh, processed isn't good for you. Don't. Don't eat it, you know, don't eat as much of it, you know, make some changes here and there. I, I, I saw uh, a, a service not too long ago and the, the guy, the guest speaker was like, I'm from Tennessee. So, you know, my heart belongs to Jesus, but, but, but my body's built by pork, you know what I mean? And then he, he, he goes on to make fun of uh, how bad his health got and God helped him through the, that process. I'm like, well, God had grace on you, brother, but you weren't supposed to be eating like you were <laughs> you were eating so you know be make decisions that are that are better for your health you, you know like i said uh, i try to do intermittent fasting i try to do a lot of different things that are good for my body be there uh, uh so that i can be there for my family when uh longer you know i think we have this ability to either expand our life or shorten our life to an extent i know when it's time to go it's time to go but i think we have to be smart and um eat better um Look for ways to make your body healthy because people underestimate uh, your temple. You know, you are the temple of God. You wouldn't go to a church and throw a bunch of trash in there and treat it like crap or whatever. You wouldn't destroy it. But yet we do that with our bodies a lot of the time. Why would you do that? You know, so, you know, men, you know, work out a little bit, get strong. You know, be useful. Don't be this little weakling guy, you know? <laughs> so, uh, uh, I don't know. This is just for me. This is how, what really God has been working on me in my heart. And I'm trying 
and yeah, I'm not the best at it. I'm not saying I'm super healthy. If you look at me, I'm, 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 I'm a little big boy, you know, but I'm getting healthier and healthier as I get older. I'm trying to work on uh, really building my temple. I see it that way. I, I give that over to God and it's not just this vanity thing. Like I just want a six pack, dude. I want biceps that are like tearing out of my t-shirt, dude. It's nothing like that. It's about really becoming useful as a, as a man, in my opinion, being able to protect my daughter, my wife, if I have to. Um, and, uh, those are, I think necessary things. So maybe more practical, almost possibly you might say unrelated to any of the stuff we're talking about, but again, uh, smell all of that stuff. It's, it's a spiritual experience, including your body. I think exercise and health is the most underrated spiritual experience. People are just kind of um, bought into the system and they're just moving along with not thinking about it at all. And I think it's important. Yeah. I think if you bought smaller t-shirts, you could rip out. <laughs> yeah. That's, <laughs> that's all I got to do. Well, we're, we're going to uh, close out here. I think it's, it's definitely necessary. We do a part two round table episode because there's so much more. I want to ask you guys, and the diversity of the responses, the agreements, and even um, the different perspectives here are healthy for us to look at and to for us to deal with. The, the, the elephant in the room, a lot of the times, you guys, is everything that the church won't deal with and everything that we're being nudged at. Hey, how do I process this? Now, everybody's at a different place of your walk, and I'm hoping this episode helped you guys. I'm hoping you got some questions answered here. I'm hoping it causes you guys to dig deeper into your Bible and to not fear. Don't be afraid. Whatever's on the news, whatever they're telling you, we need to trust in Christ. He's got the answers for us. And there's some great information that was covered here on this roundtable episode. So let's close out. Uh, Mav, um, you have what's your show called? Everybody do a plug here real quick. Let's go across the squares. Plug where you're coming from real quick information on what your show is. Uh, anything that you guys are doing cool and exciting right now. Yeah, I'm, I'm co-hosting with Chuck on uh, Fire Theft Radio, and so uh, slide in and get to be in his in, in that episode or all those episodes on that on that uh, podcast. So uh, that's definitely that. And then I've got my my other stuff. I'm, I'm on Twitter. I'm on Instagram, uh, YouTube, goofing off. Um, Sundays I do uh, a stream, uh, kind of more directed at unbelievers who might be interested in sort of biblical topics. So yeah, that's what I got search for Maverick Pilgrim or the one Maverick Pilgrim. So Nate, where can people find you? Sure. Our, our main podcast, myself and my co-host is called Midnight Mysteries. And we're based here in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. Shout out to, to Enoch, who's also here in Alberta. I'm slowly starting to start a second podcast uh, called Paranormal Pastor. Midnight Mysteries is a, is a bridge podcast. It's not a, Christian podcast, but it's run by uh, a mix of people where our belief inherently bleeds through, whereas Paranormal Pastor would be more tackling these perspectives from a Christian worldview, a Christian perspective to Christians. Um, I'm a former investigator for MUFON. Now I'm MUFON's Community Connections Director. And Enoch, where can people find you? They need just to think of me. I'll come to them in their dreams. Um, when, Creepy. Yeah, find, yeah. 
kindly, oh. kindly, not like a sake yeah. or, a, or whatever, whatever. <laughs> oh, it's not that kind of dream. Okay. Uh, yeah, no, no. Yeah, just no, hanging no, out. Like, not, yeah. Bro, here's here's some Java. Oh, you don't drink coffee? Here's a cocoa. Right? Maybe like that. Yeah. Let's chat. Um, you can find you can find me on the rundown of our reality, uh, Rumble, Bitshoot, and YouTube. YouTube is censored, so I just re- like uh, uh, I just released the uh, the whole chessboard uh, uh, video, which which gets into a lot of uh, understanding. It, it, it's 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 a crash course. I don't spoon feed you. Uh, you I show you, you know. What my claims are, if you will, to me, it's like, eh, this is what I figured out. Uh, but what my claims are, and then I have a library with that where you can go and you can research all of the all of the pretty info. Uh, and the links are in the description uh, under my uh, under my videos. And that's the rundown of our reality. And uh, you can see me on uh, you can hear me also on the Millennial Mustard Seed. Uh, I'm a frequent guest. And uh, probably on uh, FTR as well, because we were talking about getting back on. And uh, Nathan, if you uh, if you want to chat about the weird, uh, I am always available. So it's just if it's in the morning, make sure you call me. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> Give me a heads up. And Big Brother Chuck, where can people find you, my bro? Uh, well, Matt, plug it in. You know, just Fire Theft Radio. You can do Instagram, Facebook, Facebook. Um, you can uh, email us at firetheftradio at gmail.com. If you don't like something, like something. I'm pretty open to discussion. You don't have to agree with me. I've had people definitely message me in disagreement with things that we talk about. Uh, and I encourage them to use the website, firetheftradio.com. You can stream it directly from there. Um, and you can interact with people that leave comments and things like that. And I got to say, that last episode, Call to Prayer, I got way more uh interaction than I ever thought I would. I think I've gotten the most interaction so quickly from any episode we've ever posted about people wanting to join in on prayer about people needing to hear that episode, that it was very uplifting for them. Um, and I'm very pleasantly surprised. I know God is moving because, um, I don't know. I just, I just felt it. I, I got to blame the ministry, you know, the, the, I believe he's, uh, he's, well, it's kind of confusing. His page is like the fifth horse, but he has the fourth watch, but it's not the fourth watch that's from the Fall Brothers. But I put it in, in the in the show notes of that episode uh, so you can join him for all the men out there. Um, he does a Bible study, and he really encouraged me with his Bible study. And uh, he said something that's kind of changed my my mind a little bit, put me in, in, the next, in that extra gear, which is... You are the only Bible someone will ever read, you know? So in living in that way has made me like, like, okay, you got to, you have to be a representation of the kingdom of God wherever you are. Cause you might be the only Bible someone might ever read. And in doing so, how, that has changed the aspect of how I approach certain things a little bit more. I don't know. Uh, I guess you can say connected to my faith. And so I encourage everyone, if you want to join us in prayer, go listen to that episode. We have some instructions in there and join us in prayer, man. We need, we need the guidance of God, the Holy Spirit, and all of these things, especially when we're diving into the weird and exposing some things that are in darkness. And, and that comes with a terrible price, but I, I, I'm not afraid because I am covered by the Lord Jesus Christ. So, but, uh, so we have to, uh, we have to do that though we have to put ourselves in that position so 
I encourage everyone to go check that out. I want, I want to throw out there too on, on Twitter or X or whatever you want, uh, want to call it. I'm trying to start a more public prayer, sort of a prayer meeting every day. Oh, sort cool. of. So every day I, I try to post, you know, what did you pray for? I want to pray with you. Do you need prayer? And I've gotten a couple people to, to jump in there, but, uh, you know, I think if we can, you know, whether you're on there now or not, that's where people are. And there are people who want prayer. There are people who want to understand that they think God is far away and you praying for them brings God near. And so, um, kind of a little experiment, but if you want to be part of the experiment, Mav Pilgrim on Twitter or X or whatever it is. And, uh, let's see if we can get people to uh, think about this more just in their everyday lives. One of the, the Lord. One of the things that I, I'm going to be doing for my next for my next videos, the first one is the anatomy of a um, skinwalker, right? So I'm explaining, you know, how skinwalkers came to be. Uh, and the next one I'm doing is the anatomy of a prayer. So what when when we talk about prayer, what does that mean? And I'm doing it in that I'm doing it in that order because people need to understand the craziness of the demonic realm. And then so when they understand that and then they'll understand the power of prayer afterwards, uh, because it's if you go to the power of prayer, people look like, eh, right. Prayer. <laughs> I'm going to pray for you. Right. Like those the, where you, you get those people on on Facebook, it's like, you know, thoughts and prayers and like, what's that going to do? No, prayer is really powerful if you understand and you do mm-hmm. it correctly. Yeah. So. So, yeah, show show the demonic side, you know, and, and if people are fearful, I mean, that's where they are in their walk. Well, when you start seeing these these creatures out there, you, that fear is going to start growing uh, so much so that many people are going to drop dead. And uh, uh, so when you understand when you understand the prayer, it will help people to understand why you don't have to fear. So. So the best for last Psalms 25 verse one unto thee O Lord do I lift up my soul O my God I trust in thee let me not be ashamed let not my enemies triumph over me yeah let none that wait on thee be ashamed let them be ashamed which transgress without a cause show unto me thy ways O God and teach me thy paths lead me in thy truth and teach me well that's it that's the show everybody this is worth sharing with your coworkers, with your friends, with your family members. I love you guys as an audience because you guys are, we're a small, powerful group is the way that I always depict you guys to everybody else. We are walking by faith and not by sight. So you've been equipped here, which means share this with another prayer warrior and go leave everybody on this roundtable discussion. Uh, Chuck and Mav and Enoch and Nate, go leave them five-star rating and reviews and really pray about the information and seek uh, God to, to take you deeper for what your calling might be because we're a diverse body, diversity of gifts, but we have one membership through the blood of Yeshua. Coming to you from Southeastern Pennsylvania, God bless and goodbye.
Bummer. Appreciate each one of you guys, and you all bring something to the table. <laughs> Enoch has a question. <laughs> no, Enoch uh, brings questions. I, I, I brewed, I'm brewing some coffee, so yeah. in five minutes, I'll probably just run upstairs and grab it and bring it down if that's okay. To, uh, yes. No, it's not okay. <laughs> oh, I'll just let, I guess I'll let it oh, cool man. down a bit. So I just wanted to share a couple of the thoughts and stuff that was impressed upon me in prayer and just with what's going on in the world right now about why I wanted to ask you guys to come here. Um, obviously, we're combating a lot of false information right now. There's a lot of stuff floating around out there, and there's a small group of serious believers, and each one of us has been given by God a ministry, a unique voice to be able to reach certain people. So I think coming together, you guys are going to be able to talk about stuff that I necessarily wouldn't be able to connect the dots on. But, you know, there's a lot of young believers right now that are really wrestling through with the Billy Carson deception. Mm -hmm. You know, even my own daughter um, and her friends and just my younger cousins is just famous on TikTok, right? We see just a lot of a lot of deception going on. So um, and I want to encourage the, the listeners at some point and, and you guys will do this just according to the spirit but that we have victory in Christ you know like I want to cover information and, and whatever happens happens on this recording but we know that Christ is king and I really want to back up and support uh, towards the end I have a personal motive to back up and support the prayer episode that Chuck you and Mav did because mm-hmm. that's heavily needed we, we, I think we all just understand I'm just kind of rattling some stuff off that's like this is where my heart's at for this recording but um and other than that man it's battle's real (laughs) i appreciate what you guys have been doing and for each one you know mav this is the first time i get to see you and say hi to you man it's a pleasure to finally see your face and hear your voice on the screen here yeah good to chat um but then other than that it's just i kind of wing it I'm sure Enoch knows this by now. <laughs> True. Um, and, um, I'm just going to ask questions. My, my cool. goal was to ask each one of you questions. I have multiple questions lined up, and I'm just going to interview kind of each one of you. And then whatever happens, happens. But I just got questions lined up. Very good. So, mm. Awesome. So before we actually get started, Mav, do you mind saying a prayer? Leading us in prayer? I would uh, love to do so. One sec. Father, we thank you so much for this day. We know that we don't deserve it. We know we haven't earned it. And so we thank you for it. Lord, thank you so much for all of these gentlemen who are here. Lord, uh, uh, just as was stated, we are all in our own corners. We are all uh, deployed to our own places that you've uh, placed us. And Lord, we just pray that today as we all come together, we pray that you would be honored, you'd be glorified. We pray that as we speak, Lord, that the Holy Spirit would be the true binder between all of us and that our unique uh, viewpoints, experiences, and understandings, Lord, would would mix together uh, because of you, because of that connection that we do have. Lord, you pray against the enemy. Pray that uh, any uh, plan, plot, would be thwarted, Lord, in your name, in the name of Jesus. We do pray that above all, 
your name would be honored and glorified in any who listen, any who watch. Lord, to be encouraged and be pointed towards you and not to our own kingdoms of dirt. Lord, we, we love you. We thank you. pray these things. Prophet in Jesus. Rod, just so you know, I've been thinking heavily on that whole um, Mandela thing. I think I've figured out some of it. So we can talk about that later if you want. Definitely. Definitely. And, and you guys, yeah. as the spirit leads, like, seriously, if you got the symptoms oh. jumping, oh. as the spirit what leads. What happened? To... You lost one. No, nah, I think he was messing, messing with his audio. I could say video. At least it's like it says the words the right way this time over there. <laughs> I'd love to share a testimony really quick. Sure. Absolutely. So we, uh, some of you are aware of kind of the behind the scenes ministry stuff I do. Um, we had this really prominent psychic here in Alberta. Um, his name was Darren. He ran a company called the extra large medium because he's a big guy and so he's a medium right and Mm -hmm. ended up getting saved during 2020 and he has just been leading people to christ left right and center and this past thursday he asked me to join this end times talk he was he was doing he's like yeah just come on by answer a few questions and sends me the poster and it's like is it the end of days question mark guest speaker pastor nathan zebra <laughs> i'm like dude on average it takes me about 20 hours to prepare a message like it's yeah. um but yeah he he used his old platform as darren the extra large medium to invite a whole bunch of his old clients we had 50 people there and four people afterwards came up to, to get saved wow so, yeah this was this thursday that's awesome that's a wild dude I'm telling you, man. This is there's a um, this kind of group of people. They're just they're just ready. They're primed for this spiritual kind of conversation. They're search- yeah, they're searching. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like in a lot of ways the rubber is kind of hitting the road for what God's calling me to do. Um, I'll be traveling to Ohio in September to speak at. It's called Beautiful Feats Ministry. And they're doing a 12-title boxing match. So the pastor, Rocky DeFrank, him and his wife run a boxing gym with a church attached to it. And recently he had somebody, this is just a testimony too, real quick. But recently he had a guy come into the church and he said, I've been watching you for a while. And he pulls out a, a wad of cash or a check from one pocket and says this is to pay off the church he put, reaches into his other pocket and he says this is to upgrade all the boxing equipment for the kids and um wow. it's just a beautiful testimony because i was out there a couple of weeks ago and met him and uh, was able to pray and just you know kind of connect with him so i've been asked to come and speak and to do a prayer a warfare spiritual prayer session in front of you know they have thousands of people that come out from the youngstown ohio area into this and the whole thing is based on these young kids that are being trained up in boxing so that they can release their frustration they have some direction they have a father figure in the area and so i'm very humbled by that and i just ask you guys would keep me in prayer it seems like september a great shakening's coming because i'll also be in um harrisburg my state capital here in pennsylvania on the 22nd and 23rd 
we we have people coming out to do warrior prayer in in the middle of downtown Harrisburg and that's affiliated through multiple different ministries that I communicate with so I feel like a lot of humility a lot of just longing for God to really be the power move that I'm just meek during this whole process so if you guys could keep me in prayer in the month of September that would be super critical for me yeah absolutely absolutely 100% dang Nate you look that that whole uh, that camera that camera is pro dude look at that looks like a movie it's just a little canon camera yeah but that looks like he has the board in the background where all the red strings should be attached yeah yeah i'm just gonna do that just for looks it's not even connecting anything just so i can look (laughs) it reminds me of that uh charlie for for uh episode you know where he's yes where he's uh everything in the background. That's some of my actual like old research from MUFON too. Ooh. Oh, so it's actual legit. Yeah. They call those. They call them murder boards, which is uh, (laughs) well ominous. I don't call it (laughs) murder board. Thank you for laughter. All right. So, are we recording, Chuck? Should I? Yeah, it's already recording, so we're good to go, man. Whenever, whenever you already. we are good. Everyone's coming in clean, about level. So cool. 